0: You are listening to The Human Physical Therapist with Russell Leonard. Get ready to be inspired by the stories of amazing humans. Hello, humans. Last week, we learned that everything starts with listening and hearing and feeling heard and feeling understood. I tell you, that's just the beginning because everything builds from there. Everything is intertwined with hearing and listening and understanding, and that's especially true for the second building block, which is significance. We have to make other people feel significant in order to build deep relationships. It's an essential part. You may think that you're going to feel significant just because someone listened to you and heard you and understood you. Well, that's part of it. But there's a lot more that goes into significance than just listening. Part of its action and its interaction. I want you to think of the last time that you felt insignificant. Where were you at? Were you at the physician's office talking to your doctor when they had to rush you in and rush you back out? Were you at the retail store? Were you waiting in a government office? like the Secretary of State? Did it happen at work, at home? Why did you feel insignificant? Was it a specific interaction or lack of an interaction? Did it feel like the other person was in a rush, like they had something better to do, like they didn't value you? I tell you, this happens in every situation, and the person you're interacting with isn't necessarily the culprit. They may not have the awareness. They may be stuck in a system that does not allow them, that overstresses them to the point where they cannot make you feel significant or feel they cannot make you significant because of the stresses and the demands placed on them by that setting. I tell you, these types of things happen in physical therapy as well. There are patients who come in a physical therapy clinic and they do not feel significant. Some do not feel understood or assisted in the proper way. Some feel that they're not getting your time because there's multiple patients seeing the same person. Some don't believe they truly need physical therapy. There are many reasons, and I'm not here to judge them, just to say that they do exist. Now significance comes down to the way we interact with each other, and a large part of that can be split down into five different categories. These are called the different love languages. Now they don't pertain only to love, they pertain to all real human connection. And I wanna talk to you a little bit about what they are and how I've been able to use them in physical therapy to help make more connection with patients. Now the first one of these love languages is words of affirmation. These are typically used in, in relationships to build the other person up, to make them feel like they are worth more than what they themselves feel like at that moment. Now, when it comes to physical therapy, a lot of times our patients have fears, doubts, they're full of pain, they feel broken. In fact, I had a patient come in just last week who told me about all the broken parts of her body, how her knees were shot, her back was shot, her shoulder didn't work, she was completely falling apart, and that's the attitude she had. She listed off all the problems and all of the diagnoses she had been given by physicians. Those words made her fearful and afraid to move. Thankfully, I was able to educate her, and I kept telling her that the human body is very resilient. It can and it will heal, and I emphasize that. We can make improvements. We can. Get stronger and improve motion and dysfunction to reduce pain. When you use these words of affirmation, you have to truly mean it. Because if you don't, they're going to come off flat. The second of the love languages is gifts. Now, this doesn't mean any gift. It means a thoughtful gift that shows the other person you were thinking about them. Now in a traditional sense of gift giving, it doesn't really fit into physical therapy all that well. But there are some gifts you can get. In the clinic where I work, our electronic medical records have us put in each patient's birthday. You can send a card for their birthday. That's a gift. It lets them know you were thinking about them and makes them feel significant. You can send a thank you letter or a card after the end of their care or even during, thanking them for their trust in you. If other things come up in conversation, like anniversaries, you can send them a card about that. You have to think outside the box a little bit when it comes to gifts, especially in a professional-type setting. And it takes a little extra work, but it's going to help create that connection. The third of the five are acts of service. Acts of service are typically doing something that you know another person will value for no reason besides knowing that they'll value it. When it comes to PT, there are a couple ways we can do this. The main one is by actually providing that service we're providing, of helping them to get rid of their pain, to improve their function, to get back to their normal daily life activities. But beyond that, you can come in prepared every day for each visit. Have a plan of where you're gonna go this session and next session, where you want to go. It may not always happen the way you think it should, but having that plan gives you a better sense of where the direction is and it allows you to share that direction with your patient as well. Other acts of service could be just to check in on them to follow up, give them a call after they miss an appointment or cancel to check in on them. If they were struggling with something at the last session, give them a call at the end of the week. See how that struggle is going, if it's improving, if it's not improving. Reaching out, showing that you value them, that they're significant to you. The fourth of the five is quality time. Quality time is about giving your undivided attention to another person. No distractions, no interruptions, just that time to talk to listen, to interact. In physical therapy, we have a lot of demands on our time. Documentation requirements, other patients, other company requirements. I would encourage you to look at them more and look at your screens less, look at your chart less. Listen to them and talk to them and show interest and truly mean it. Look into their eyes and smile. The fifth one is physical touch. This is usually a gentle, loving touch in relationships to kinda show you care, you understand, to make them feel comfortable. When someone trusts you, physical touch is okay. However, it can be harmful if there isn't trust there. Using manual therapy techniques And the healing comfort of touch is a powerful thing to a lot of people. But beyond manual techniques, what you can use is a a gentle touch on the shoulder or on the knee to know that you're there with them if they're going through a struggle. Now, in a perfect world, we would be able to use all five of these with every single person, and there would be no challenges to keep us from doing any of them. However, this is not a perfect world. We have time constraints and other restraints that keep us from engaging completely in all five of these. However, they are not an all or nothing type of thing. There is a scale in between. And we can do more. I want you to think about the last time you felt significant. Where were you? Who were you with? What did they do to make you feel that way? I challenge you to use these five love languages to make one person feel significant today. Thank you for listening to The Human Physical Therapist with Russell Leonard. Take action. Own your story and connect with others.